everybody, welcome back. Jason Anderson here. Wanted to talk through the FAFSA today. So I get a lot of uh, individuals who come to me and they're just scared about the FAFSA. To them, it feels like a tax form. And I totally get it. The FAFSA is complex. It can be daunting, uh, but it is achievable. Uh, it is something that you can do, especially if you have somebody that can help talk you through it, whether that be a friend or a college consultant or maybe a financial advisor or CPA that knows what they're talking about. Uh, but really, I find that the, the first thing that families need to figure out, and I do FAFSA presentations in the community all the time, is that families just need a general understanding of what's included in the FAFSA. And before I get into this, I do want to tell you that the FAFSA is about ready to undergo some pretty substantial changes. So what I'm talking about now is currently in effect, uh, but we're going to see something different as we go forward. At least that's, that's highly likely. Okay, so let's go ahead and talk about the sections. And again, that's the information that I think families need to start with just to get an understanding of, of what is the FAFSA uh, and the general aspects of it. So section number one is student demographics. This is all about student demographic information. It's not a scary section. Uh, we're talking about things like an email address, an address, uh, whether a male, for instance, is registered with a selective service system. After that, we have school selection. And so in this point, the family uh, that's filling it out or the student that's filling it out is going to uh, talk about what high school they're coming from, for instance. And then they're going to list the schools that they're interested in. Uh, there's some additional information that you have to input here, things like whether you're going to live on campus or off campus, that helps the school figure out the total cost of attendance for that student when they go to build a financial aid package. But generally, this is the school list. And again, nothing too tricky here. Most students have their school list uh, established at the point that they're filling out the FAFSA. And you should know, even if you don't, you shouldn't delay filling out the FAFSA just because of the school list. You can go back in and edit it. You can make changes later. So you should fill out the FAFSA at this point, or as soon as you can is what I meant to say. After that, we have section three, which is dependency status. And I do wanna say that this is different than maybe uh, other other uh, government entities that are going to look at dependent versus independent. When I use those terms in this uh, specific section, we're talking about dependency and independency in terms of the FAFSA, not in terms of tax or anything like that. Uh, it really is looking at whether the student should be looking at their finances alone when they go off to college or whether they should also list financial information for the parents as well. And so for many families that have a high school student that's going off immediately to college, generally speaking, that student is probably going to be uh, dependent in terms of the FAFSA, meaning that they have to list parental financial information. So this isn't a hard section. I know that sounds a little complex, but it's actually not a hard section because you're just answering questions that are those criteria that the Department of Education has set for dependency versus independency. So it's kind of check the boxes and then it will be calculated for you automatically and give you information on how to proceed from that point forward in the application. So we've got student demographics, we have school selection, and then we have dependency status. After that, we if, if parental information needs to be listed, we actually go to parental demographics. So again, nothing too uh, hard to figure out in this section. We're essentially looking at, or the Department of Education is looking at, 
your demographic information, address, where you live, how long you've lived in the state, etc. Then we get to Section 5, which Section 5 can be complex depending on your family's financial situation or the student's financial situation. Uh, but essentially the government is starting to look at how much money you have to pay for college. <clears throat> and granted, there are some uh, specifics behind this. There's a calculation. There's a thing called the EFC, expected family contribution. Uh, we're not really going to dig into that at this point. And actually, like I said, uh, the FAFSA is going to undergo some changes. So some of those terms may not even make a lot of sense by the time uh, you get to the FAFSA if you're filling it out in future years. But essentially, the government wants to know how much do you have to pay for college so that we can allocate financial aid to the family. Uh, also, colleges use this information to allocate their own financial aid, whether that be merit aid or need-based aid, etc. Um, so it gives an indicator of how well off the family is or how able the family is to pay for college. So it's going to look at things like income and assets for both the parent and the student. So again, this is where it can feel a lot more like a tax form. Uh, so Section 5, uh, as we're looking at it here, can be kind of the, uh, the part that, that can be a little intense. Luckily, over time, it's actually gotten a bit easier. And the reason that is is because the IRS actually allows certain families to import data directly from tax forms. And so when it's looking at historical uh, income information from your tax return documents, that can be imported in automatically in some instances. And so that's really helpful for families that are trying to figure out how do I fill this out? What line do I need to go to on my tax form? A lot of that is eliminated if you have the ability to import directly from the IRS. So those are the five sections. Uh, hopefully that'll give you a good roadmap when you start to uh, fill out this application or you're looking towards filling out this application and will remove some of that mystique around the FAFSA that a lot of families feel. Of course, you may have to reach out to somebody that can help you through this form. Uh, Grad Gradmetrics does that type of work. There are many other college planners that do this type of work as well. Um, but feel free to reach out if you have any questions beyond what we've covered in this video. We'll see you in the next episode.